This episode 120, Blink and Review, tonight's guest Carlos Delgado. Plus, we'll talk to RuPaul's drag race expert, Joe K. All that, and maybe something else? Who knows? Blink and Review! Shouldn't you know? Oh, I should. In theory, that is what uh, what should happen. You but, should you, know. uh, you should tell Wolfgang uh, so that way he has an idea of what's going on before uh, we get here. <laughs> yeah, Wolfgang, I'm sorry. Do we, uh, you haven't been getting my faxes? We don't have a fax machine, Kevin. Oh, you're in, speaking in, for him now? In this office, we don't have a fax machine. Why not? Because it's the future, Because it's Kevin. not the White House? Yes, it's... <laughs> fax me your butt. That's, what, that's all Trump can think of. Fax me... Fax me... Uh, uh... Show me your asshole and fax it to me. <laughs> fax him by the pussy. Yeah, fax him by the pussy. Uh, Bleak and Review, we return well, that's, here. That's the seventh time I've uh, started an episode with show me your asshole and fax it to me. You got to get a new opening line, especially when you're hitting on women. <laughs> Uh, of course, uh, <laughs> call <I'm> Ke- my beeper. <laughs> Page me that pussy. <laughs> uh, I'm Kevin or penis. Anderson. It depends. Or, you yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Or whatever, equal you know, opportunity. Or whatever. I respect it is. your non-binary uh, lifestyle. Yeah, just as long as you're using antiquated technology to send it to me, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's fine. Uh, of course, uh, the person over there uh, getting dangerously close to being not accepting. That's Matt Purcell. <laughs> what? No, I don't know. I'm just throwing stuff fine. at you. No, I accept good. your bigotry, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, you fine. You haven't accepted my opinion on Puerto Ricans yet. <laughs> That's not a great way to Oof. start. That's the uh, eighth time you've started a show with me. <laughs> and all the times I hit on people. Uh, I'm Kevin Anderson, of course. All of that uh, non-canonical information leading up to this mm-hmm. uh, 120th episode, right in the middle. We're in the—I mean, we're in the middle of it, Matt. We're in the middle of Girl Scout cookie season. It's—it's—it's uh, it's, it's been a good one this it's year. It's a season. Now? It's a season. Yeah. It's so uh, it's like uh, it's, it's, the, it's pre-spring. It's a, yeah, pre-spring is Girl Scout Girl Scout cookie season. Jesus Christ, Girl Scout cookie season. It's what I, it's like Oscar season. Go on, because they're both seasons. Okay, um, and uh, this is our first official episode since we, now that we know that we're a part of the Unpopular Opinion Network. Yes. So there's probably some new listeners out there. Uh, Finally, now we can give our take on the races. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Welcome, new listeners. Now, here's a thing about Puerto Ricans I didn't think through. Uh, no, uh, yeah, we've got, uh, we weren't sure. You're, you know, some of them are your best friends. Some of them are your best friends, and some of them are just people you've seen on TV, but not often because there's a diversity problem in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> that was the hot take that you didn't agree with. Right? All right, yeah, spit it, spit it back on me. This is just going to be a, a, a back and forth. It's going to be a tennis match of uh, throwing the onus of, of bad stuff on each other, I think. And what tennis player are you, Kevin? I think I'm Pete Sampras. Okay. Who are you? Um, uh, let's say... Do you know any other tennis players? Well, I'm trying to go through a list that would be appropriate, but I'll just say Roger Federer because sometimes I wear a handkerchief as as a bandana or a bandana as a, as a headband while I'm uh, running. While you're running yeah. and while you're playing tennis, uh, not not in a long time. <laughs> not in a long. It's been some time. It's been some time, Kevin. Did you play? I'm tennis? not here to talk about my tennis lifestyle. But I really want to hear him. No, there's no time for that. I got to tell you about this lift ride I took on okay. Sunday. We'll get to that, but I just want to welcome our, uh, our new... Sad sentence our new <laughs> well, I really just want to talk about this one lift ride I had. That's the only reason I'm here right now. Uh, <laughs> our upcoming guest just kind of loomed into my field of vision, and I love it. <laughs> and he just gave me a sub. I like that, too. Uh, uh, new listeners, welcome. Uh, this is Bleak and Review. Uh, Matt and I have been doing this show for about two years now, and now we decided, hey, why not uh, Why not partner with a bunch of people we already like? So uh, we're on Unpops mm. now, 
And uh, you may have listened to our last week's episode with Adam Todd Brown and Chet Wild and that other guy, Phil Gabriel. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's kind of what the show is. A lot of weird stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, there's people coming on, talking about comedy, making jokes, being mean to each other. And then uh, what else do we do, Matt? Well, a lot of shit stuff. <laughs> We do talk about scat play a lot uh, on this. That's true. Um, um, yeah. The guest was not prepared for that. He did not. We did not tell him that this is a scat play based oh, podcast. Well, he's gonna have to. He's gonna fill in the guest but book with his own pictures. To be, luckily, he's just giving us two thumbs up and just sh- uh, nodding up and down fervently. Uh-huh. He's very excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I can't, I'm sure the listeners are really excited too. Oh no, of course. No, well, it's fun because he's not doing uh-huh. that. So it was all theater of the mind. Uh-huh. And then, you know, sometimes we have uh, uh, influential experts come oh, by yes. or somebody with a unique character trait. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had we've had on ga- guests in the past such oh, as DJs, uh, DJs, kid singers. We had a cult leader Oof. once. Wow. Uh, yeah. Actually twice. A demon. We've had several demons. Several demons. It's really a, a this technology, uh, this medium is practically perfect for demons. N- new media is great. Like streaming demons. That's demon demon streams. Streamins. Streamins. I'm not sure. That's probably not the best one. Probably should start with a D. But we'll move on. No, There's no time for this. No, let's figure this out for five more minutes. Uh, and so that's kind of what we do on the show. You know, we have a lot of fun. Uh, it's just, it's a while, it's an hour and change, and we just have a good old time. And, uh-huh. not, not, and, and to, to prove it, Matt, let's hear about that lift ride. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> now, I like me some lift because, you know, I like the uh, drinky, drinky. Oh, the drinky, drinky, drivey, drivey. Not you, though. No, I don't do the second part. That's what I mean. Like yeah, not yeah, you, yeah. though. Like the dri- not you driving. Okay, well, that's really not. Anyway, fair enough. So I, I'm taking this uh, one of these lifts here. You know, one of these. Uh... <laughs> I told you not to do material anymore <laughs> in the intro. I was taking one of these lifts over here, uh-huh. and this broad was driving. No, uh, go on. So I, I get in, and this guy, his name is Brian with a with a Y. Oof. Uh, <laughs> nice enough guy. Yeah. And he he says, uh, "I'm sorry, but the the radio doesn't work because it froze." Because he has one of these uh, these newish cars with with the electric radio. He's got new media, you know. So he has yeah. the touch screen for oh. his. It froze. It froze at ten thirty in the morning. I know that because it was stuck at ten thirty in the morning. Well, then you I, know what they say. I don't. Uh, a, a broken electronic radio is right twice a day. <laughs> they they shouldn't say that. They should say it should be fixed because it probably is is evidence of a larger issue within the car. Yeah, like like the lights, the headlights, and stuff. Maybe those imagine. were off too. But he says <laughs> maybe he says to me he says. Uh, he says, uh, buddy, he says, uh, I, uh, I'm sorry, but I hate doing this. I don't like talking to people, but, um, you know, the radio's not working, so I guess, uh, you know, whatever. Rather and then he talks go- the entire time. Oh, no. No, wait. I w- so, <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> so first he asked me, he's like, uh, so what do you do? I say, uh, oh, I, do, I do stand-up comedy. He says, oh, I used to do that. Oh. As, as they always say, says I've been all over LA, and I say, okay, sure. As they all do, I was nice in the garage guy. behind Food for Less. <laughs> exactly, I went to all the mics. I've taken a dump in every improv space in town. <laughs> Most of those bathrooms being behind the stage, which mm-hmm. is great. Then he says, he says, oh, so where are you from? I say, oh, I'm from uh, Chicago and, and Massachusetts. And he goes, Massachusetts? Oh, I spent a, a, a lot of time in Boston. And I said, oh, that's great. And he said, oh man. <laughs> And he has a little bit of a lisp, but he's he's a little uh, effeminate, like Chet Wild, a little bit, a little bit. Okay, and uh, I don't know is lisp the right phrase? I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure. But he says uh, he says oh, you ever been to Provincetown? I said, oh yeah, I know Provincetown. I've been there before as a kid. He goes, oh, they got every kind of dick you could want there. <laughs> they got big dicks. They got little dicks. They got black dicks. They got muscular dicks. They have Portuguese fisherman dicks. <laughs> and I don't know what to say to this, but I got to keep having conversations. So I'm like. 
Uh, yeah, and they got uh, really good saltwater taffy, too. <laughs> I like the taffy. I'm more of a taffy guy myself. Muscular but... dicks. <laughs> Wait, so he just, like, I'm assuming, okay, so let me backtrack a little mm-hmm. bit before we go on. Radio's broken. Mm-hmm. So he goes, I'm sorry I have to talk to you now. Uh-huh. You could have just driven in silence, but he wanted to talk. That's fine. Sure. And then immediately launches into that. I guess at that point he figured you were a comedian. Mm-hmm. You were from places he's been. He felt safe opening up to you. We were getting along. Yeah, it sounds like it was swimming. Yeah, I would imagine. As you do in Provincetown. As you do in Provincetown. Oh, those beach dicks? <laughs> they got lifeguard dicks. Mm-hmm. They got sandy dicks. Mm-hmm. They got shark dicks. <laughs> Uh, that's great. And then, uh, uh, did he go on from there? Well, then he starts talking, he says, uh, you know, starts talking about his sex life and, uh, you know, he doesn't, uh, he asked me about my sex life and I mentioned, I've, uh, you know, last couple of years I've paid for the Plan B pill a couple of times and, he, and he's like, oh, you, you call me a dirty boy. Ah, you dirty uh-huh. boy. And then he said, uh, he said he doesn't, uh, he hasn't done anal as much as he used to. He liked it a lot more when he was younger. Well, that's back when it was cool. Yeah, and like, that, right now it's 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 pretty it's pretty like everyone's doing it now. Like he was he was there before it was cool. You know, you go through phases. I'm sure. Yeah. What is it? so? He's just like is he is was he celibate? Did he? Oh, I don't or, know. He's just opening up and he's just you know making fun conversation. Yeah. I don't, I'm not going to overthink this. No, you shouldn't. Especially that's what I'm here for. And I, I uh, he mentions the anal. I go and I. Uh, it, he he asked me if I'm nasty, and I say, well, you know, there's more people with bidets these days, so you know, uh, a lot of more people are eating ass than they used to. And it's he goes, so much easier. And he goes, uh, oh my, what are you, one of them cum guzzlers? <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, five star review. You call of me course. a cum guzzler, you yeah, get all the all the stars. You made me smile ear to ear by saying muscular dick cum guzzler, <laughs> which may be the episode title. <laughs> For this one. I love that. That's fucking awesome, because that's a fun ride. Like, that's a fun... Right. I, like, you had a good time with that guy. That's a, that's a ride. As soon as I got out, I went and I told Whitney Melton. I wasn't oh. anywhere near him. I, I I took another lift to get to him, to tell him... No, you, uh, you went to go tell him, and then you had the most uh, creepy, horrifying lift driver on that on the way there, and so it's just totally it. Well, I, I mean, I took the bus on the way back, so in essence, yes. <laughs> what are buses but just giant, creepy lifts? It's like a lift that you don't want to be on. <laughs> the lift line... <laughs> That it's, it's, with a lot more stabbing. Yeah, that's that whole like disruptor talk. Is like, yeah, I got this. Uh, it's a box you can sleep in when you're dead. It's called the Living Dead Tube. And you're like, no, nah, it's a coffin, you asshole. They already make those. That was like Paul F. Tompkins' bit where he goes, uh, "Can I try on the king hat? It's like it's a crown." <laughs> I'm a disruptor though. It's different. I'm over here. I'm. I'm. It's new. It's new. Like this isn't your. This isn't your. Your granddaddy's ass wipe. But this <laughs> is like, the new shit. It's a bidet. It's a solitary tube. You can. You can uh, have peace in the offices. No, it's a tent your legs stick out of. That's all it is. <laughs> oh, like like one of those privacy things. Yeah. I've heard of those. And there's like bikes that are like that too, right? There's like a, a sit-down, uh, like uh, three-wheel, like tricycle thing that has a totally enclosed. This is a tangent we don't need to go down. But no. I, was just, I thought this was a relatable <laughs> thing. Everybody in the studio is giving me a no, we've never heard of that look, so I think we can move on. Somebody out there listening, if you've heard of this, give us five stars. You're on thinking iTunes. of uh, the bubble boy riding a bicycle. Oh, uh, I was think. just thinking of I was just thinking of uh 
a guy in an iron lung. That's oh, what okay, I was thinking okay, yeah, yeah. I forget. I always get tricycles and iron lungs. Right, right, and the amb- ambulance took a turn too fast, and now he's sliding down the street. Oh, but it looks so cool. Yeah, it's like uh, it's Winter Olympics. It's like a 90s commercial for a toy. Yeah. <laughs> iron lung man! <laughs> All right. Well, this is going to be a fun episode. Yeah. Uh, that was great. I had a lift ride last night, but we don't have to talk about it because it's not nearly as cool as well, that. You're, but no, you're no cum guzzler. We might, I, well, ooh, uh, your lips got dears, honey. But uh, <laughs> not sure what that is. <laughs> Uh, we got a very fun episode though. Uh, we have a comedian coming on, uh-huh. a good friend of ours, uh, by coastal at this point. Whoa, he, he moves around. It's Carlos Delgado. You know him. You love him from Redacted Tonight, from something on the Nerdist Network, according to his Twitter bio, which I'm going to ask him about because I don't know. Uh, he's gonna be. It's gonna be great. We're gonna have a chat with him. Uh, he's leaving to go back to New York soon, so we got it. We got to get him in for the podcast. Okay. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, what else do we got going? We got Joe Kay. He's a, he's a oh, drag race expert, drag race expert, and friend of the show. Uh-huh. Uh, he's also, if you're an unpopular opinion uh, listener, you know Joe Kay from shows such as uh, Listcast and other things. Uh, he's been around on the network. Uh, he's gonna come on, and we're gonna we're gonna get a little drag uh, drag race update. And, mm-hmm. uh, it may be kind of a niche topic. Maybe not everybody watches the show, but I think this segment will prove how worth watching the show is. Do you watch it, Matt? I've seen it. Okay, good. That works. Um, we really fizzled out there, didn't well, we? Well, you know, you had your chance there, buddy. <laughs> That's fair. Well, okay, we're going to go to a quick break. We'll be back with more Carlos De- more Carlos Delgado after this. Carlos Delgado in review after this. This is a strong start. <laughs> Welcome to the network, Bleak and Review. Hi. I'm Charlotte Weatherby, and I'm coming to you from my studio on the tallest roof of the tallest building in Toledo, and I'm here to tell you about Wavebox. Wavebox is a monthly subscription box for waterbeds. For the low, low cost of $799 a month, we'll send you a different waterbed every month. Twin size, full, California king, we don't know what size, and that's half the fun. Enjoy creating an aquatic love den in every room in your home. Waterbed in the bedroom? Waterbed in the living room. Want to make that surf and turf dinner more authentic? Waterbed in the kitchen. And for an extra half month's salary every month, every waterbed we send you will also be an aquarium filled with fish straight from their dying home of the Great Barrier Reef. I've been a subscriber for over three years, and I have to say, it's the most luxurious burden I've ever taken on, and I'll never look back. I have three waterbeds stacked on each other in every room in my home. <laughs> And I can't even open the front door, but I'm the envy of everybody on Klonduke Avenue. And I'm not just a subscriber, I'm also the half-sister of the owner and founder of Wavebox. So please, subscribe, because my brother sank everything he had into this, and yes, that pun was intended. And I told him... And I told him that this was worse than the idea for for the circus school for Tibetan monk breakdancers, but he wouldn't listen. Subscribe to Wavebox, and sink and swim. Wavebox, available at all Walgreens superstores. Wavebox. Gosh. You spent some time there? Uh, I used to date a girl from Minnetonka. Yeah? Yeah. How was that? Broke up with her. Oh, dope. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's that's the kind of riveting anecdotes that we love on this show. Broke her heart. Fuck yeah. It was not good. What was the show you did on Nerdist? Was uh, it the Nerdist podcast itself or was yeah, it I was on, on the network? No, I was on the... Do you want to save it for the show? Oh, we're already recording. This is a cold open. Oh, I was uh, 
I was on so I won the Totino's comedy contest sponsored by Nerdist. What? Oh, I heard about that. That's a that's I, that's a thing from a few years ago. Yeah, I won, so I won that, and then so I got to be on the Nerdist stand-up cluster. Oh, hell yeah! So I was on with like a, a Domian and Sarah Schaefer and uh, Dave Tomlinson. Oh shit, stacked uh, and oh Kyle, uh, Kyle, uh, Kyle Clark. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. on it too. Yeah, so it was dope. I got to follow Cameron Esposito after she ate a hot dick, and ha. then uh, which is, I mean, according to comedy, not very on brand. Turned on dick. the audience, man. It was real weird. Really? Oh, yeah, that's fun. I remember that. And uh, Hardwick had to do time before me to like recover the room. Yo, I was, and well, I felt that's good yeah, and I was yeah. He was he, he did his job. He got it. He got the room reset, and then I just came on, just like you know. You just went on, just fire. Did my tight New York. Comedy, like I was, you know, I was. Oh, hey, some of that. Hey, look at this, look at this Quibo over here. I'm sorry, <laughs> and you know, Quibo is a non-gender specific term. I just mean that your essence in general makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> so it's kind of like uh, new, old New Yorker who's trying is the guy. It's, like. it's David Tell in a Whole Foods. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is the brand right there. Wait, so what did Totino's have to do? That's like the pizza rolls, they were, right? Yeah, they were the they were like the money it was a cross promotional thing. Totino's they know their audience. They know their audience, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. As people get high and listen to people podcasts. People microwave their food yeah. for the first time they eat. <laughs> but, like, well, not most of the time, not enough. Like, it's still frozen in the middle. Right. But yeah, you just yeah, go yeah. for it. It, it's, even, it's, it evens out in your mouth. It's damp and kind of soggy, but it's also really hot in certain places, too. Like, you got wet cheese and a hot core, you know? I am what I eat. <laughs> I've always described your comedy as wet cheese with, with a hot, hot core. core. Yeah, because some of your shit's cheesy, but there's a hot core to all of it. You know what? That's more accurate than you realize. <laughs> I'm not even lying to you, dog. It, it is. It is very much. It's a. It's a hot iron of passion surrounded with silliness. Ooh. As I would say. Uh, I thought you said Selena's for both, a second. Both. Yeah, Por qué no los dos? Ah, tacos. <laughs> and so. Uh, so some of your jokes are great. Some of them are shitty, shitty, bam, bam. <laughs> Cada vez. <laughs> Cada vez. Se go, 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 go. Oh, man. So I won the thing. Uh, I won the, I got to be on the podcast, and then I got to open for Hardwick at a sold-out theater show at San Diego Comic-Con. Woo! Yeah, it was my Hot first damn. ever theater show. It was like five thousand people. Damn, uh, I've never done that. Is that what is that different for? Oh, obviously it's different. But like, were you like, oh shit, or were you like hyped about it? I was both. I was scared shitless, but uh, another con- like a uh, shout out to shout out to Mike Lawrence who gave me advice. Oh. He was yeah, just shout like, out to Mike uh, Lawrence. He was like, after uh, after your punchline, wait five seconds because the laughs have to go all the way to the back of the theater and roll back. Oh, that's really good advice. Because you'll you'll start to step on laughs if you keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen people do that in shallow. Rooms. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you know what? When I see that, I'm like, you're practicing for a theater show, so good for you. You know what? Double transition. <laughs> double transition. Double transition. By the I- way, we're here with Carlos Delgado. Carlos Delgado <laughs> at, at Ceviche Pop across the board. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Not, we're not at plugs yet. We'll plug it. Oh, that's, that should be your Twitter handle, just that sound. Yeah. That's your, that's your whole vibe. I laugh like the beginning of every mariachi song. <laughs> but that's just that's just the passion in my heart. I love it, man. That that fiery that fiery core. I got a, I got a lip story. Please. Oh, right. okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt famously told his. It was good. Minutes ago. Famously. It was good. Famously. It was a great lip story. That was story. very good. Uh, I took a lift, right? And I was in the lift line. And in the front seat, this kid got in. It was a young Asian kid, and then he turns to the driver. His name is Arat. Uh, Arat. His English was spotty at best, but good enough to get through the day. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 
this kid turns to him and is like, hi, Arat, my, uh, my name is Kevin, and uh, I'm a production student at the School of Music, and I'd like to play some of my electronic music in the car. Oh. Could you critique it for me and just let me know <laughs> if you like it? And what? my immediate reaction was, what the fuck? Who the insane. fuck do you think you are? And then... I don't know about you, man, but I've been just doing a lot of self-help lately. I've been really reflecting on myself. Yeah. I'm working on myself. You know, I realize, uh, you know, I have a lot of hot re- hot reactions in my mm. body, and I'm mm-hmm. trying to, like, That's where, so spicy, where yeah, does that come from? Where does it mm. come from, right? And I realized if I had 10% of this kid's confidence, I would be unstoppable. Mm. Yes. I don't. You need Zero. a little bit of a sociopath in you, I am. I am surprised how much I've done in my career in spite of myself right you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah and so I saw this kid just, just ask and like Arat, yo, uh, yo Arat listen to these beats. can I get some notes on my EDM remix of Closer by the Chainsmokers <laughs> oh I thought it was Closer by Tegan and Sarah I was excited for that would have been dope by Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> oh that would have been triple dope <laughs> so, so many better closers out there to, to, to end the story Arat couldn't play it because his uh, Bluetooth was engaged with something else so before with I, reality with reality <laughs> with his hopes and dreams <laughs> he's just trying to make enough money to bring his family over from Armenia yo, dog you yo, know my Bluetooth is That's engaged what I'm saying. with the dream with right the dream now. right now dog <laughs> that would have been dope if you said that i would have jumped out of the car and done a barrel roll down the fucking 101 uh just the ultimate apollo get up and like laugh out of my seat but out of the car that would have oh. been dope uh no so uh before i got out of my lift line stop i told the kid i'm like hey man just play your music i know music okay just play it i'll, I'll uh, listen like to on it. your phone or something yeah play it loud and it was te- it, loud. it was terrible but yeah, that's not the point. I encouraged him. I was like, "Give me your Instagram. I'll follow you." Mm. Right? He he likes eggs. <laughs> he cooks eggs on Instagram Dude, Live. Whoa. Dude, this yeah. guy's got layers. Yeah, shout out to at King underscore A underscore S underscore N for Asian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought it was age sex name. <laughs> Age sex name. Age sex name. That's the order in which I want. I want to know first if you're legal, then if I'm attracted to you, and then if you got a name. Preferably no name. I also, I also first. Age sex name. Name has got a little. I don't care where you are. There's no L. There's no L in the equation. I'm not gonna meet you. I'm just gonna jerk off to your name. Or or just your age. Twenty-two, female, Sarah. Oh, oh gross! Gross! I want you to just be a faceless robot. If man. I know where you are, I swear to God, my dick will fall off. You know what it should be? I think <laughs> that's the ultimate contraceptive. It's just intimacy, personal intimacy. I think. I think for those guys, uh, man, it's age, sex. Yeah, number. you know, I told, I told my girlfriend nope. I needed some space, so I became an astronaut. Oh. <laughs> That's mariachi dice play. <laughs> I get no respect, though. I get no respect, though. <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield hand. Oh, wow. Kevin, I gotta fight you now, man. <laughs> now you got now you're disrespecting my ancestry. Uh, that's a seasonal joke. Don't fuck, with, don't fuck with my ancestry.com. All I was right, about to say that too. Yeah, bitch. Oh, uh, do you guys you, have you used that before? Ancestry? No, I got one. It's for got a, a family. Look, I, I got a. I got, guess what? I know that my last name eventually, if I go back, turns to Kichinowakacha. All right, it's Ooh. not Delgado anymore. I know nah. that much. Yeah, that's some Ellis right? Island I turn, shit. I turn into a fucking Incan prince if I go back far. 
enough. Really? Then all of a sudden, some Spaniards show up, and my last name is Delgado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah, right. That's the fun part of Ancestry.com. Yeah. <laughs> if you go back far enough, you will find sex crimes. That's you true. will find sex crimes. <laughs> like, uh, I got. Well, where did the Europeans touch did, your family? Did you do it? <laughs> show us in the doll where the show Europeans touch your family. <laughs> show us in the doll which European nation just fuck it. Okay, uh, but no, I did it uh, what mostly because. So what, what are you? Uh, white turns out. Just white. <laughs> yeah. White, yeah. Well, so, like you know, but like uh, Anderson. So you're Nordic. No, it's it's Swedish. Yeah, it's Swedish. Swedish. Son of An uh, Anders. Son of Anders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out to my friend Anders Lee. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah everyone. Shout, shout out Mike Lawrence and Anders Lee. Yeah. These, let's keep track of all uh, the shout outs. I do a lot of shout outs. Uh, but uh, I think I told this on the podcast before. But as we're going through, I'm fucking. I don't know shit beyond like just my grandparents. Uh-huh. Like, so I'm trying to fill out all the information because you have to fill out a lot of information. You don't just put your name in and they find shit. Yeah. You have to know a lot of information to go back and find your. Yeah, you need shit. their uh, their yeah. old like car loan info. Yeah, that's yeah. What, that's what they you always need the car facts. You, well, for some reason, they need my social security number. Uh-huh. I don't know why they need that to find out who. Well, my that's are. well, that's how they take your identity. Oh, that's why I've been sending out quizzes that I haven't been meaning to send out on Facebook. Oh, you've been you've been doing surveys. Oh yeah, you're, try, you're, try, you're trying to get that thousand dollar Amazon Yo, gift yeah. card. I've been sliding into DMs with so many uh, take this quiz things. Yeah, man, it's crazy. Take yeah. this quiz, please. But uh, as I'm sitting there, like I'm like, oh, what what year was my dad born? Like I know what it is. It's 19. Blah blah blah. Like going on and like I'm doing this, but my dad also has passed away and as I'm fucking up all of his info and like trying to remember with Vanessa shit starts like bang like we heard a bang on the sliding glass door next to where we were sitting and then something fell off the shelves I was like is my dad's ghost mad of my lack of knowledge of my lineage no he's trying to stop you from doing research yeah, yeah, exactly. he's trying to stop like, me <laughs> let the dead stay dead <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you to go back too far You're these find out bones some- only hold tragedy <laughs> <laughs> I that is probably like if you any uh, any most white families you go back pretty far you're gonna find out some shit that makes your woke card revoke a little bit it's a revoke card at this point oh wow yeah, yeah. you'll find out some bad like, shit I'm assuming there's some of that going be like, on what, what was Uncle Steven's middle name Master <laughs> oh no didn't Ben Affleck try to cover up his uh, his slave owner past is that true yeah, yeah, yeah Ben Affleck he did one of those ancestry shows with the Henry Louis Gates Jr. and Henry, Henry's like yeah, yeah, your family's a bunch of fucking monsters. And Ben Affleck is like, I got money and a PR <laughs> machine. Well, today we're just talking about Casey, though, right? Ah! <laughs> hey. Hey. Uh, no, so wait, that's a real thing, though? Like, he found that out on, like, live television or something? I don't think, like, I think it was recorded. It was oh, okay. yeah, t- yeah. taped to air. It's a podcast. <laughs> it the was Ben Affleck <laughs> podcast. <laughs> oh, God. The... <laughs> No, I'm not going to. like a Bill Burr Monday morning thing, but it's just Ben Affleck uh, talking to himself. High pitch voice. I'm, ah, ah, here's something. <laughs> I wonder what, just, I wonder, working on his Jay Leno. Yeah, I wonder what Matt's up to. Huh? Huh? Uh, my ben Affleck over here. I, w- I wish Matt was here to write my screenplay. Well, you know? Wasn't it kind of refreshing when Matt Damon came out with his like, well, not all white men type thing? Because it was like, oh, they're both fucking idiots. It's, it's not... <laughs> Wait, did he do that? Yeah, yeah, what was yeah. That? What was that? Uh, was that around the Golden Globes thing? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It was adjacent. It was a Golden Globes adjacent? Yeah. It was something, because I remember there was a big, long uh, line of people that were like, 
like trying to rep the the Me Too thing or like you know support the uh, Believe Women thing at the red carpet, and it was like here's all the bad stuff all these people supporting it is, and I think he was on there, so I was wondering if that was it. But I'm getting no. I think I think he just said, hey, not all men rape women, and then it was like at the wrong time to say that thing, like for a trial, like it, yeah, and it was like not his trial though. It was at Cosby's trial. It's it like Mr. Damon, please, you're, and he you was have Cosby's no, lawyer. You have no right to be here legally or spiritually. Please leave exactly. my courtroom. And he's like, not men, all not all men are racist. I love Cosby. He's just fucking. Party crashing at, at trials. I put like, Don Cheadle in my movies. <laughs> <laughs> He's my Sammy Davis Jr. You know, Sam? exactly. you know, ain't that right, Sambo? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh man, uh, my, uh, my my Vanessa, my girlfriend Vanessa, <laughs> my, Van- my Vanessa. Oh, we have fun. Uh, so far this year, or the last in the last six months, has been like, oh, this person's the next to fall. And then within twenty four hours, mm-hmm. it came out uh, the, the next to fall, like She's- like the next celebrity that's going to go down. Like she called Franco right before it happened. She called Aziz right before the Aziz article dropped. She's good at that. What happened to Franco? Oh, I, just, I think he was sending his dick to like a seventeen-year-old. No, he was a he's a professor of of sorts, you know, because they give it to anybody these days. But much uh, like Corey Feldman, but he is a professor, and he and he he uh, he had his classes do like uh, sex scenes, kind of where they would do like orgy scenes, and everybody had to get naked, and he would film them. That's crazy because he taught algebra, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I now solve for sex. Whoa. But that's got a hot core, baby. What is X equal? Two penises crossing. He's like, I don't want any Ys in this room. Just double Xs, baby. Uh, wait, so this, uh, but he was like, was it like an act? He was like an acting coach for some, I'm assuming. No, he was like, he was like a prof- like acting professor. But, for like, but I'm sure it was very expensive. It yeah, was some, Franco. It was, just, it was, no, it was like your regular uni. It was at a university. Oh, he did it at a uni. Yeah. Okay. So he, ta- so he was teaching and he was like, okay, you, uh, I need you guys to do sex scenes. And then he made the people do sex scenes, and then what? He like just poke people or something? No, he 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 wanted them to be authentically naked, I believe, and then he would film them. Yeah, and it, it just got really like they're in college and they're doing like college films. It's not like the college films you see on the internet. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, because he used a lot of artistic uh, direction. There's yeah. a lot of canted angles, yeah. a lot of German expressionism stuff going yeah, on. With the lighting. Like, I, I need a lot of mise en scene. I need all 34 angles of your breasts <laughs> on my iPhone. <laughs> Oh, God. It's like Brazzers, but black and white. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Room, but Brazzers. Oh, dude, yeah. The Disaster yeah. Artist, but the Disaster Artist. Mm-hmm. All right, so he's a, he's a bit of a creep. Yeah. 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 That's, and then there, there was some other stuff where I think he had like a relationship with one of his students or something like that, who I think maybe she was 18, but... Hey, folks, don't do that! Uh, upcoming Drag Race expert Joe K is giving me the kind of, sort of... Uh, now he's yeah. yelling through a double-pane glass. He's yelling through double-pane soundproof glass. Oh, he no, danced with him. He danced dancing. with him. Oh, he hit it with a hammer. <laughs> no, no, he's, wait, he's singing Maxwell's Silver, Silver Hammer by the Beatles. Heroin. They were doing heroin. <laughs> this, oh, okay. That, okay. This is, this is a great visual gag for the podcast. Play at home. Listeners. Guess uh, what Joe's yelling at? <laughs> so, Carlos, bye, Coastal. You're going back to New York soon. Yeah, yeah. Are you going to miss us? Yeah, it's, yeah, I'm going to miss you guys. Yeah, we'll see you around. <laughs> I'm going to try to get out there, you know. But uh, a friend, a friend, a long time ago, told me this. Uh, it was uh, 
When you're in comedy, you don't say goodbye because it's like I'll see you every day for the rest of my life. No, oh, it's pretty. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like if I go, I go. You know, but uh, we we still do the same thing. So yeah. we'll end up running into each other again. That's true. And I've run into tons of people all over the country that I, I'm just like, oh, I thought you were in Louisville. It's like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm over here in Chicago. Cool. Like, Jay Leno you know, again. Yeah, you know what? I like to drive my car across the you country. You know, I got a lot of cars. I can drive them around places. Yeah, I'm carrying a lot of marijuana in my <laughs> trunk. <laughs> I don't see a problem with denim on denim. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm kind of suicidal now. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> just reading a suicide note in that voice. <laughs> I don't blame the industry. I blame myself. Uh, <laughs> listen, uh, they say that a company... You, you're the one who drove me to this. Goodbye. <laughs> now he's just a fucking munchkin. And I, I leave my cars to my dog. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck my daughter. <laughs> I don't even know. He has kids, I'm sure. But uh, you, but like, I've known you for like probably like maybe a year and a half or two years now. Yeah, and you've been years, yeah. L.A., New York, L.A., and then New York yeah. in that time. Is this like a habit? You go back and forth a lot? Well, Kevin, some people call it running from your problems. Uh, I, oh, I, nice. I, I call it a, 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 a tactical retreat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fair enough. I spilled beer on myself. But I agree. Uh, no, so I mean, I, I kind of, I didn't, I didn't want to do the winter in uh, New York this year. No, and uh, I turned thirty recently, and so I had a couple of plans that are now activating. Wait, uh, wait as soon as you turn thirty, he's a, yeah. he's a sleeper agent. His thirtieth birthday, <laughs> I made kill. I made plans when I was blackout drunk uh, and then now that I'm getting all the notifications really no that's because that would be fucking <laughs> amazing metaphor, no uh, so like, like memento <laughs> style he's just tattooed it to his body <laughs> has to figure it out <laughs> but he lost his phone they're all just directions to the dopest taco stand <laughs> yeah, in LA yeah, yeah. and I'm like all of this for just a taco damn it it's a good taco though <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I, 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 uh, you know, you, re you do a retreat, you know, I was, uh, I wasn't being very healthy with myself in the summer in Brooklyn, mm. uh, you know, uh, and so I came out here to recover <laughs> a little bit, get my, get myself clean, you know, mm. and, uh, find myself spiritually, you know. Ooh, did that work out? Did you it find did, yourself? dog. I yes. discovered, uh, myself, you know, and, uh, my issues, you know, codependency is a true thing and Oof. it really manifests itself in ugly ways, but, yeah. you know, what's important? Loving yourself. Hey. And that's what I'm reading every day in, in uh, pamphlets and books. <laughs> just I just find they they have nothing. They're random. I got one from AAA recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like it was just like. Listen, you deserve to have five tires in your car. And I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> you do. I do, you know do deserve that. You yes, I do. You can't learn to help yourself until you learn to keep a spare tire. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying, dog. And it. you know what? Can I be honest with you? I would love it if you were. Can I be honestly with you? Please be honestly so, with us. I you know recently I've been going through a little bit of a adjustment period. You know, uh, learning to you know set boundaries and you know be honest with myself and yeah. kind of also start to appreciate myself and have a little bit more confidence in myself and recently two girls slid into my dms Whoa. oh man and i don't know what like it's just like it's just like the the pulse went out that you were leaving that i'm just kind of yeah and also just like oh he believes in himself a little bit yeah, now oh that's a problem it's, it's like the end of every queer eye episode or, like, or, okay i gotta watch that because my homeboy ian aber from atlanta is on that show and that motherfucker is number one one the funniest dudes in Atlanta. Okay. Shout out to Ian Aber. Third shout out. And then number two, uh, he's on that show, so now I gotta watch that. I'm so excited about it. Oh, wait. Uh, Ian Aber, big giant beard, gay. He's the best. He's hilarious. Oh, I haven't seen that episode yet. You haven't seen it yet? He's from Atlanta. Oh, okay. There's Shout another. There's a comic on one that I saw. About some, uh, I think there's... Oh, they, they, he made Joe over... Joe something. Yeah, they made over a comic, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, shout out to him. Yeah, yeah. So we got Mike Lawrence. We got... 
Oh, uh, Anders Lee here. Anders Lee, Anders and we got Ian, Ian Aber, Aber, which our upcoming guest was jumping around thinking he was Ian Ager the whole time, friend of the show. His no, co-host. he didn't. Oh, I thought no. that's what the reference no, was. No, he was mad excited that <laughs> I was like, I was good, down for the show. I heard Ian Ager yeah. twice. Yeah, no, I know what Joe's saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Well, that's that was an unnecessary diversion. Um, but yeah, so, uh, but you found, you, you've you've gotten healthy. I, sen- I centered myself, yeah. And, and now I, people are like, oh, he cares. Yeah, and then I'm like, I'm going back to New York. I'm putting my Illuminati together, you know, the biggest mistake I ever did was trying to do comedy truly by myself mm. not really asking for help or having friends around me like that yeah you know I was never part of a scene I just tra- I, was, I was shortstop now I was in the lone wolf you know I was well, you're not gonna people. shoot up a school and you're not white so you can't be a lone wolf don't, don't you right. put that on me I'm, I'm saying you're not you can do whatever you want but not that all right good well now I want to do it <laughs> <laughs> that's what our fucking schools should have now like kids tell kids you could be anything you want just, just try not to shoot all of us oh easy. my god man at least you know what at the very least, at the very least, I'm not going to talk about this. So, uh, <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate Thank that. you. It's none of my business. Hey. I don't want to talk about that. Fuck Here's yeah. what I do want to talk about is uh, that I got myself together and I'm going back to New York. And, you Hell know, yeah. Uh, and that doesn't mean I won't come back out here. Nah. You, know, the, you know, in fact, the more successful I am, the harder that I work, I'll have more reasons to be brought out here. Yeah. And that's what I truly believe in. So. Pilot season, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I was just laughing at Joseph. He's like, dude, he's he's crumping pretty he's much, crumping. and it's pretty good to be honest it with is, you. That is the most fucking Def Jam hype. Oh man. shit! He's doing, oh. oh shit! Oh, he's, doing, he's doing the chicken wing. <laughs> <laughs> listeners, imagine imagine a little theater kid doing the chicken wing in jo- a house. Joseph coat. went to Talent Limited High School in fucking Manhattan, which I used to teach SAT prep there. Those what? motherfuckers are like, they're all cocoa from Dream, dog. You know Woo! what I'm saying? They are fucking making it. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you guys have uh, a lot of common ground that we could speak about with you. Uh, comes on here, but it's gonna be uh, it could be a drag race slash talent unlimited segment. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, fuck yeah, man! Well, we all wish you the best, of course. Oh, thanks. You're a very I funny comedian. Uh, if there's any listeners out there in New York, check out Carlos anytime he's performing. I'm bringing the Latino heat back to Brooklyn, baby. Yeah, it's been gone too long. It's been it's been cold in New York, yeah. dog. Winter has come <laughs> and gone. <laughs> oh man. Uh, uh, we're going to go to a quick break. Did you say harem? Yeah, harem. Harem. Harambe. Harambe. That's how I call harem. my voice. Harem. Don't disrespect the dead. I'm sorry, man. I, sh- I shouldn't speak ill of the dead. You're right. Uh, hey, we're back. Speaking ill of the dead here on Bleak and Review. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, of course, Kevin Anderson, Matt Brousseau, mm-hmm. your intrepid host for another segment. <laughs> uh, we're still here with Carlos Delgado. Yo. And we've got another guest here, a friend of the show, been on many times before. Uh, we're very excited to, to get into what, uh, what we're going to talk about with him today, which is a little show on the VH1 network called RuPaul's Drag Race. Hello, Joe K. Hi. 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 How are you doing, buddy? I'm fantastic. Yeah. I feel very, I, more so than any time I've been on this show before, I feel thoroughly prepared yeah. for today. Yeah, I think you're in your element right now. I'm you see you look truly, very relaxed. I feel great. And you're typically a neurotic mess. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, I'm surprised I'm not crying right now just from existing. <laughs> uh, now, for anybody out there who has never seen an episode of the show, let's do a pre- uh, what, what, Well, first of all... How would you sum it up for them? Well, first of all, I'd like, you, I'd like to let you know that it's uh, if you've never seen the show, um, it's okay to be wrong uh, sometimes. <laughs> it's okay. We all learn. Um, how would I describe the show? I would say, well, first of all, it's the best 
reality television show out there, uh, bar none, period. Like, that's it. Uh, I would also put it up there as probably one of the greatest television shows airing and maybe Ooh. of all time. Whoa. I really, really will. I, I will say that it, it is it is a competition reality show f- uh, uh, hosted by the one and only RuPaul. Mm. Uh, and it is the search for the America's next drag superstar. Yes. Uh, and the show's now, um, it's on, it's going to start season 10 in uh, the end of March, March 22nd. We'll air season 10. And right now we're on uh, All Stars season three. So yes. the show's been on consistently since 2009, where it started the first season, was on VH1, and then uh, it moved over to Logo for all, almost the entire rest of the run until... Season nine, when they jump back over to VH1. When VH1 realized their mistake. And was well, like, yeah. yeah. Well, we got to have this back. Oh, well, now that this thing is a huge cash crop, we'll move yeah. it over yeah. from from our smaller st- uh, channel over yeah. to, you know, we'll oh, make so it. Oh, so VH1 owns Logo? I'm, I'm almost certain that, well, but at the end of the day, I mean, it's like it's MTV. You know, well, because I think, everything. I'm pretty sure VH1 is part of the MTV networks. The Viacom like, family? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, that, and what that a loving whole, family that yes, is. Yes. Absolutely. I walked by that building the other day. Day, uh, near Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, and I just heard the screams of interns coming out from that building. <laughs> <laughs> they own your data now. now you've walked past. <laughs> yeah. You just gotta get, get close enough to get picked up. Now, I will say, I also watch this show. And I don't like reality competition shows at all, and I love this show. So that is praise from a guy that doesn't do that normally. Like, I actually enjoy watching this show. Well, so. I, I think some of it, I've, I've seen a few episodes, and I think uh, some of it comes from the fact that the people on it Aren't your typical reality douchebags? Oh yeah, well, yeah. Like 100%. when you think of reality show, you're like Survivor assholes or no. MTV Real World idiots. Or- well, the thing is, what I, what I, why I love the contestants on this show so much overall, and the attitude of everybody, like even like the quote unquote like villains of the show, <laughs> is that the high like- heels. <laughs> 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 oh, Matt, you're gonna have to. Oh, you already brought Carlos's levels down. I saw from that the last segment. That literally hurt. <laughs> that I, I, love I you. noticed. That literally hurt. Well, I, I hurt the people wo- that I is love. That, is that blood? <laughs> <laughs> The waveforms from the last segment were just a black line going across the screen, and Matt has fixed that already because uh, we knew Carlos was going to love one of his own jokes so much. I'm sorry, that I, was good though. That was great. You. I High completely heels. lost my train of thought. Like, the, even, that, the villains, my, even the villains. Even the villains. I don't know. Can my love brain, you sometimes. My my brain literally shut down. That power surged <laughs> my brain. Well, let's and backtrack. Rebooted it <laughs> hard. The, like, we're saying the characters are likable. They're charismatic. Interesting. Because unlike a show, you know, like um, I guess, I guess you can compare it to something like a Project Runway or like a Top Chef, uh, where like they're they're competing in something that everybody there is exceptionally good at right but it's also a particular profession that doesn't have a lot of mainstream visibility so it's really fighting for i mean now it's much bigger than it used to be but like you know back seasons Mm -hmm. one two and whatever it was to get to like this top like winning that show was like the only thing ever out there to be like i know like i'm "Quote unquote mainstream award for drag queens like there are drag pageants all over the country. Right, but that's mm. like a like a local thing. It is. Than a, it, it, it is, and I mean there are like national drag pageants oh, okay. and stuff like that. You know, there, but there there's, is, there's no drag queens on Top Chef or anything. It's not like no. Gordon Ramsay. Right. It's not like they're like 
creeping into other shows now, and they're becoming mainstream well, through actually mainstream what's really interesting that you say that is that um, because RuPaul is also a host of a show called Skin Wars which is another awesome competition reality show about body painting so fun um, they have done an episode where they brought on the drag like some old contestants on drag ways yes yeah 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 I and think our friend Eric Barnes got uh, got dressed up as a drag queen on that show actually wow. I might be mistaken that for another show but and this season of America's Next Top Model is doing a crossover, or they just Ooh, did a crossover right, with uh, right. RuPaul's Drag Race because ah. they're on VH1 now. Well, it's nice that it's 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 getting out there now, and it has become this big kind of cultural phenomenon. Absolutely. Thing. That being said, uh, there's a lot of of shit going down on that Oof. show that that causes oh, emotions to run high. Oh, honey. <laughs> oh, honey. It is an exceptionally toxic fandom that I am like proud to be a part of, but like it is. <laughs> Wow, it is it is not some I keep most of my opinions like to conversation yeah. and like vague book opinions yes. about them like I try not to go on too many like Twitter rants about it because I just don't I don't need that you did have you did have a great post the other night where you said I fucking hate this show I'm never watching again oh I and hate then this you show and everyone involved and then the very next morning I was later. like this was fueled by alcohol <laughs> and uh, I take I like this I wasn't was very myself aggressive. last night I wasn't mm-hmm. myself I was letting the judging speak for me and um, <laughs> I do because I, I do I, I, I do love the show I also I've I've had real true like moments of true vitriol for this show like oh yeah. god like in well that's how they that's that that's another reality show thing like mm-hmm. they want you to to feel those emotions so you can uh, uh, continue watching to see if you know your oh, yeah. hatred will be abided or whatnot um, but I, I would say that uh, watching this season currently mm-hmm. we're All Stars All Stars three, three. Uh, there's been there's been some uh, what what what, do you, what will you say are the high and low points of this season? Oh, I was right about now. to be like what or, some shady shit. Oh yeah, yeah there's well, been a lot of that. Let's talk some shade. Well, I mean, okay, uh, I guess we can't throw shade. That's trademarked. We can talk uh-huh. shade. Though. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> that was the most not really that uh-huh. good it's of a really, joke. Clap. It's really fun to watch straight white men try. <laughs> it's really. That's mostly what this podcast is. They uh, do a lot of trying. Yeah, but I mean, like, it's it, it's like when this season when Vanessa, when Vanessa Hutchins was like, I'm just, like, really into voguing right now. And it's like, oh, honey. Oh. oh, it's like the opposite of, oh, honey. It's like, oh, honey. It's all about, it's all about tone. Ooh, through the teeth. Ooh. <laughs> so what is, what is, what is voguing? Like, voguing is, like, that... It's a style of dancing that was, like, uh, uh, popularized by Willie Dynamite in the late 80s, where... uh uh, Willie Dynamite? That's a comedian in Los Angeles. <laughs> Willie Ninja. Yeah, that Willy sounds... Ninja. Is Willy, Ninja. Right? Ninja. Yeah. I've just... That... Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Willie Dynamite. Hi. Hold on. We got Mike Lawrence. That dude, Travis. Anders Lee Andrews here. Lee. Uh, other person, Willie Dynamite. Two Willy beers Dynamite. and two balls, and I will mix up names all night long, <laughs> Yeah, mama. baby. Yeah, baby. So, yeah, Willie Ninja Willy in the Ninja. late 80s popularized yeah. voguing, and um, it, it's, a, it's that dance style where you would... Mm, how do... Uh, and you, you showcase just, your face. You're, you're yeah, framing like your you're face with your hands. Oh, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But like, you but, know, ni- but Ninja took it to the ground. Oh, even, right? like, took like it would, to the next and, and, level. And because uh, it was, uh, wasn't that in that documentary? You mm-hmm. watched Paris is Burning. Right? Paris is Burning. That's the only reason not, I know about that. But it's so dope. If you're out there and you've not ever seen uh, the documentary Paris is Burning, that even before getting into Drag Race, it's a good I primer. Would, it is an excellent primer. It'll get you ready with like the like 
like the encyclopedia of of knowledge and terminology and get you very familiar. It's it's all about the drag ballroom culture of the late eighties in uh, in New York City. And it's a love letter to New York as well. Would you say New York is like another character in the movie? (laughs) I would say that, and the clarinet music is the is like the extra in the background. (laughs) I would say. Background. New York is my favorite. Is my favorite Woody Allen character. Wow. <laughs> so good, it's so good. A little too old for his tastes, but mm. like a good, a good character. Like yeah, always right. looking out for the oh, younger. Honey, oh, honey, honey, old honey, New York honey. She's ancient, honey. <laughs> <laughs> she's so craggy. Oh, she's man. something like what, like three hundred and fifty years old, honey. She is a ho- old honey. That grid lines on her face, man. Oh, you can see. She's not three hundred years old. It is not two thousand seven. <laughs> it's, it's not can we get back to drag race no let's please? talk about how old New York City is no let's not no no please, please. please. it's like 700 right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 700 that sounds about right well the earth's only 2,000 years old so. just, yeah. just about so uh, <laughs> give or take well, okay so Peter Stuyvesant he uh, he was the, he was the governor true you know, right when it was New Amsterdam right and then he fell down a flight of stairs wait wait New Amsterdam right. or is it Constantinople and that's and that's of course when Lady Bunny was born uh-huh. was uh, back in the early 1800s and Ladies. then they all ate a big apple <laughs> that's how it got his name Oh man! <laughs> and it was, was laced with cocaine and became the city that never sleeps. I do a history podcast, folks. Check it out. <laughs> uh, Lady Bunny, though, it's called "I Swear That Happened." <laughs> this is, this this is very much like the Drag Race workroom. Just everyone talking over each other. <laughs> just we're getting into the the we thematic. We're, we're getting we're really, into it. We're really. It is. It is very. I mean, we'll we, have a we reading are, session. We on are each other four. Later. We are three fake brick walls away from being the RuPaul's Drag Race workroom. <laughs> <laughs> We do have all the wigs and everything. We, we do, we do. Wolfgang brought his from home, but we get out of my. Oh my god, get out of my station! Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, just I'm, that's for anybody who's seen the latest episode. We timestamped that. Ooh, okay. Well, I actually haven't, but uh, by the time this episode airs, oh uh, I'll know. I'll know what's going down. So I'm so not this... going to. I, I won't do any spoilers. No for the, spoilers. For the latest episode. No spoilers. We'll do, we'll, I, I I feel like I don't really want to. You know, I, I wasn't expecting to talk too much about what's happening now. I was hoping to educate oh, yeah. the children no, on the show in general. I don't really want to give any spoilers. No, that's fair. So, that's fair. Joseph, I've never seen an episode oh, of Drag Mama. Race. Okay. okay. Here's your audience. So, right I'm, so I'm wrong. <laughs> so okay. Previously established. And I'm okay with being wrong. Okay. I'm I'm learning to accept myself. True. Right? So for people like me, right. who, what, why should I watch uh, RuPaul's Drag Race? Well, first of all, it will pull at your heartstrings in wonderful, good both good and very sad ways you know mm-hmm. like you're watching people like truly at the top of their game like, like these are people that are so fantastic at what they do it is an mm. it, it is it is a melting pot of what makes so many other reality competition shows exciting to yeah. watch mm-hmm. like it takes you know your project runway elements where you know there are challenges where they have to make you know outfits from you know from nothing mm-hmm. there are there's you know like uh, America's Next Top Model moments, not so much anymore, but like in the older seasons where they'd have to do photo shoots, they have to do acting challenges, improv challenges, stand-up comedy. Yeah, they do. That's my favorite episodes. Whenever it's like a comedy-based challenge, they've done two uh, in two seasons so far. They've done like a roast challenge. Yeah, uh, and or no, maybe three. Because they've done the RuPaul roast, they've done the Michelle Visage roast, and I feel like there might be one out there that I'm forgetting. I remember the RuPaul roast. I don't think I saw the Michelle Visage That was from the last season. That was the Sasha Velour, uh, Shea Coulee, all Um, that. One thing I'll say, Carlos, is that 
they some of these queens are fucking funny. That's one of the big reasons well, I like to watch. Like like they are. So perf- one, one of my favorite shows to watch now, uh, introduced through Joseph, is uh, Trixie and Katya. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Trixie and Katya. This is my favorite fucking show. So funny, and also uh, Trixie Mattel and I have a similar laugh, and that makes me feel related <laughs> to her. <laughs> Oh, uh, man, poor audio editors on that show. <laughs> you right? What do you right. think I feel, dog? And especially with, with Katya's constant, like, hello, darling. Katya just walked in. Whoa, that's crazy. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's been spinoff shows. Like, there's the Trixie yeah. and Katya show on Viceland currently, and also, which is uh, an offshoot of their web series, uh, which um, was uh, on YouTube. Yeah. It's Trixie Mattel and Katya. Zamolachkova. I'm saying that wrong. That's I know close. that, but I know Zambali. I just know it's Katya Zamo because that's like Zamo. her on social media. Uh, but anyway, listeners, if you know the pronunciation, let us know in the no, five star review that you know in the five star review. Oh, of this in podcast, your five star review, just pronun- uh, enunciate it for us. Yeah. That'd be very nice. Um, uh, but to continue on why you yeah. should watch the watch show. show. So, so people that are dope at what they do. And it. they're dope at so many things. Like yeah. ultimately, the winner of the show is. Almost always, with the exception of one out there, Ooh. one in particular out there, we all know who it is. I don't have to say the name, Tyra Sanchez. Who's <laughs> damn? Shots by anti show. Reverse shout out. She tells people to kill themselves on Twitter. She can go fuck. Oh up. yeah, fuck she's off. one of the worst people. She's a cyberbully in the world. It's actually the like the infamous like the win of the show that people do that unanimously do not like, agree with. Yeah. Like absolutely, it was actually really funny uh, when I went to the very first RuPaul's Drag Con. Uh, which is an amazing convention in Los Angeles now, also in New York. Um, the the lines to meet all the drag queens were so long, so long. Not a single person was online to meet Tyra Sanchez. Oh. Oh. How do you? How does it feel? It so good. Were you just like, thinking Blue Monday? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I thought you were about to treat me yeah. like yeah, you're that's, doing. Okay, yeah, 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 right yeah, on, yeah. right on, right but, uh, on. But okay, ultimately, okay. every winner of every season is so well-roundedly good at these things mm. you know it, it is and the stories that you hear like what this show has done for queer visibility mm. on television yes. mm-hmm. is unlike anything else in the history of te- like I like as, as much as I love show like groundbreaking things like Will and Grace you know mm. I do love that show but at the end of the day you had a straight guy playing a gay guy you know right. like you it, it it did so much but what 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 this is is at the beginning of every season what walks through the room is 12 absolutely 100% queer identifying people yeah. whatever mm. wherever on the spectrum they are whether they are gay male bi male uh, transgender mm-hmm. which there have been a couple of well only one I remember contestant the one. Yeah. was transgender uh, was out as transgender while uh, before being cast on the show mm. right uh, and then there's been a couple that have come out as trans while on the show and quite a few that have come out as trans after the fact you know years okay. a few years down the line yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, so have you heard the chatter of sometimes people in comment sections will be like if they're trans, they shouldn't be allowed to compete because it makes absolutely it easier. Not. No, it's you haven't. No, they, people say that it's bullshit. No, no, no I know but, but that. It's, it's disgusting. Yeah. It, yeah. It's it's it, what it is is because it's like drag. I don't really feel is in particular male or female. It is just an inherently queer art form, right? So wherever you fall on the queer, like, and and that's not to say that you know heterosexual people aren't you know quote unquote allowed to do drag. Like, of course, everyone is 
allow, but you know. That was another thing I was going to ask you as the expert, because mm-hmm. I asked this to my girlfriend the other day, and she couldn't think of it. I was like, has there been any hetero queens? Not on the show, for sure, but Not, like in general. Oh, I, I know of one very awesome uh, uh, hetero male identifying drag queen. She's an L.A. queen, Disasterina. Oh, okay. Uh, who's Shout amazing. Out. Shout out to Disasterina. <laughs> Shout out to Who was on um, <laughs> the second season of uh, of a web series called Dragula, which is a... Uh, Rob a, Zombie song. Mm-hmm. It is a Rob Zombie song, <laughs> but it is a uh, it is a web uh, reality competition series, The Search for America's Next Drag Super Monster. Oh! Uh, uh, so if you're is, familiar yeah. with the show and you haven't seen Dragula, it is basically, imagine uh, a whole cast of Sharon Needles. You showed me this. I did show you this. it freaked me the fuck out. Yeah, because it's fucking crazy. It's Because they're like punk rock and stuff, right? It's, like, it's, it's like war, but like horror, sexy. goth, <laughs> punk, rock and roll, hair metal, glam rock. Like, it's... It's really cool. I've it's, heard of queens that will do like those kinds of shows, and they'll straight up like instead of having money put in their bra and stuff, they'll get it stapled to their body. Oh yeah, shit like oh that. yeah, yeah. People like my, like I, I'm pretty sure that's like, hardcore, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's, so much more punk rock than oh, yeah. punk rock. A lot of like, staplers aren't don't work that well too. So yeah, it takes you got more a couple of them. Yeah, and then if you get them wrong, like they're kind of out. You got to use well, the, the teeth thing. Uh, or a hammer or a hammer. To be fair, like James though, Franco. Yeah. Wait. To be fair though, where on their body are they having it stapled? Because if right. it's getting done on like their thighs yeah. or something, so, I would assume we can all take a good stable. No, 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 no. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that most professional drag queens are wearing some sort of hip padding, right? Like oh, or breast true. padding, oh, okay. or you know, like the like or it's, ass padding. Padding uh, is a very, very is very like because uh, at the end of the day, a lot of these people are men in dresses and they right. don't have feminine body shapes, so that's why they've got to do things like hardcore waist cinching yeah. and then padding out their hips. Go from a rule to a pair. Ooh. Baby, he got zapped. And other episode titles that I'm considering. Um, uh, <laughs> I like that. I, I was like, you know what's funny is I was about to say From a Ruler to Pair and Other Poems by Maya Angelou. Ah! <laughs> gunshot, gunshot, gunshot. Bruh, bruh, bruh. Oh, that's fun. That's funny. <laughs> what's a, what's, what would Maya Angelou's, uh, what would be a drag queen name that Parodies that be someone of Maya be, Angelou? Yeah, like if someone was trying to do a drag name, because that's another, that's my fa- one of my favorite parts of the show is seeing all the queens come out and the Carl Purple. I don't know why is that funny. It's terrible. That's why right. it's so bad. Gaia Angelou. I can't in particular. Gaia. That's a good drag king name. I, that's the yeah, because that would be a drag. The king. only thing I can remember thing of that's it's not a pun on her name but uh, a Maya Angelou theme drag name would be like ladies and gentlemen please welcome to the stage Lacage de Burr oh, <laughs> oh, and she's she's not great at singing though she's no, really good at, no. uh, at space work and comedy and yeah. not space work she's a mime she's a mime <laughs> She's always in that cage. We don't know why. She can't sing, but she'll certainly... Another drag king name, Marcel Mars Bro. Okay, now, that's really good. Um, that's a that's, deep cut mime that's reference. Really okay. That's really funny. But, uh, <laughs> but we're moving on. We're sounds, moving on. It sounds like it was. Because I have to say, the, the drag king name that I saw while I was in a grocery store, I saw this on an item, and I was like, well, this is the most amazing drag king name ever, is Alfonso Mango. <laughs> Alfonso oh, Mango. Shit, that's good. I saw that like uh, you know, like on a fucking like pint of Halo top or some shit and I was uh, like that is the greatest drag please king please give it up for Alfonso Mango please welcome to the stage Alfonso, Alfonso Mango. Mango and he just does the Vegas Mambo number 5 right. like <laughs> 
Oh man, but it's all, it's all, it's all. He just instead of Angelo, it's like Mike, Michael, and Matthew. And he's, other, he's just like other uh, biblical names. No, no, I was gonna say he just like he comes out like full like Miami white leisure suit, oh, yeah, like yeah. full fedora, mm-hmm. but like he's just uh, Jing, with the count he's going like Jing, one, two, three, four, five, and he's just pulling mangoes out of his pocket, like <laughs> <laughs> juggling them and whatnot. He's just got like cargo pants full of of mangoes. You have a pretty good a couple good drag queen names. You've told oh me well, that you've my considered. drag alter ego's name, who's never fully come out yet, her name is my apartment my apartment my apartment that's really good her whole deal is it, and if uh, and if you're lucky honey she'll let you come inside yeah, yeah. Uh, famous drag queen Coco Peru got really mad at me when I told her that. And she was like, oh, oh. that is amazing. <laughs> oh, she was so, like, she, That's oh, great. That nice is so amazing. That was the moment where I probably could have fallen over dead. I'd be like, probably not only just one of my favorite drag queens, but one of my favorite comedy people mm. ever. Right. Co- Coco Peru, if you have never seen her comedy special that's out there, oh my God. It's... That was actually my introduction to drag queens in general was Coco Peru's comedy special that I saw on like Logo when Logo was first becoming a channel. When when did you first see drag on TV or, or a movie? Um, mine, mine was Too Wong Fu. That uh, came directly uh, okay. after. Too Wong oh, yeah? Fu literally That's, came directly oh, after. John so, Waters probably. John Waters. Like, oh, just yeah. like the For first sure. seeing it. But, the uh, idea. I've never seen it before uh, Too Wong Fu on Comedy Central. I saw it. God, yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. And then I feel like we, we just passed the anniversary, like a major milestone anniversary of that because I feel like it popped yeah, up recently was, in my yeah. basement yeah. feed. Like mm-hmm. a 20 years ago, this movie came or something like that. Yeah. I will say though, the first time I got into it and started watching the show was season six because Bianca Del Rio oh, is God. my favorite queen ever because she's so fucking funny and savage with the roast jokes. Now, Bianca Del Rio mm-hmm. uh, is uh, a New York queen who is, she does, she just does stand-up, but it's like Don Rickles-esque stand-up. Oh, it's yeah. Just, it's, uh, it's Lisa Lampanelli, Don Rickles, but like, legit, like that whole... Uh, non makes fun of herself. Non dickles. Non dickles. <laughs> uh, I just got the worst look from Carlos. <laughs> you would you would love Bianca Del Rio. My, uh, love 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 her. Yeah, I have a friend uh, back east. Oh man, I just I just had her name in my head, and then Kevin, I wanted to do a show. Kevin made this joke, and it, <laughs> it reset me. Just, Joseph, a lot I got of resetting going. I around. got rebooted by that fucking joke. Uh, <laughs> Fuck. Well, anyways, she told me about the drag open mic scene in New York City. Oh, oh yeah. Word. And so she used to hang out, and then she told me about Del Rio one time, and I was I just heard Del about Rio's a beast. I heard about yeah, uh, drag named Georgia O'Beef. Oh, only right. paints pictures of dicks. You know it, dog. So beef. <laughs> um, but okay, wait. So I feel like we we need to. I I'm doubling back to Drag Race. No, again, do do we, yeah, yeah. I feel like we've not. Oh Talk wait, one other thing, real quick. Show one, yeah, one real one. This, but this is all. It's drag yeah. culture. It's yes. important. Yeah, drag culture. Uh, uh, <laughs> now you've reset me, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bianca, I think it's still on Netflix. Has a movie called Hurricane Bianca on Netflix. Oh. That is the movie she made with the winnings from season six. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert: she won. Seven, she won several years six, ago. Yeah, yeah. It's... Uh, uh, and it's so it's cheesy as hell but it's I love how cheesy and silly it is it's fun you should check it out everybody okay. I'm recommending this is just a lot of recommendations mm-hmm. this segment yeah. anyway Joe I defer to you what's up um, no I mean I was just like I feel like we just uh, do, do you have it. any do you, do you have any specific like question and do either of the two gentlemen that well I guess something familiar. that came up during this is uh, um, are there it doesn't seem like it makes sense but are there any straight male 
Drag queen. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, Tra- transvestites. I, I was, well, right, is, but would that be the category? I don't. I mm, see. I'm, this is where you kind of like. I, I, I don't feel like I have oh, the authority to speak on that because, like, I, I, I'm not. Especially with the word transvestite, I'm okay. not really sure where that is right now. Yeah, I we're walking to, on eggshells around a Jezebel I've, article. I've right just now. basically, I mean, I put it like this: I've once somebody told, like, uh, a, a trans-identifying person told me that transvestite is not the proper term anymore, uh-huh. and mm-hmm. I've just, and I don't didn't feel like it was right for me to be like, well, is it a proper term for any kind of person? Yeah. Uh-huh. So I've just buried that. Or is it one of those away. words that just I, isn't I held mention, up anymore? I've just done the thing that so many like uh, fucking older people think is the hardest thing in the world to do and just like bury a word <laughs> yeah. and not say and just, it anymore. Yeah, get used to not like, using it. So, you know how but fucking easy it was to not... You can't even say retard anymore. <laughs> Look Honestly, how fucking easy it is to not... You say okay, mongoloid That's another now. one. That's I'm not a... even kidding. Do you know how fucking easy it was for me to bury the word retarded? Yeah. Like, it's, you know, and honestly, sometimes Sometimes I will say it to myself. Yeah. But I've literally never audibly said that word. Right. To no, anybody. And, and in- it's, it's a thing of just, it's it's an awareness thing of like, look, I don't like, you know, in my head, like, oh, I know that I'm using it correctly. But do, why would you, why but do you would you know what you I say instead of that else? now? I just literally just go, ah, oh, stupid idiot. Right. Yeah. Or literally any dumbass. Yeah. Dumbass. Yeah. yeah. Asshole. Well, you Asshole should. is also an amazing gender neutral mm-hmm. uh, oh, so thing good. to shout at somebody. And instead of what, unless you want, <laughs> I was going to say, if you don't want to call somebody like, you know, like like a bitch or, you know, any kind of gender, spe- like cunt right. or any kind of gender specific, just call, uh, call a woman an asshole. And oh my God, she will, she will look at you with like seething anger but also like thank you for respecting <laughs> yeah, me yeah like, like thank you for not not gendering your hate yeah. that's that's I agree with that non-gendered hate could be the episode title <laughs> I, I agree with that but you're not gonna get me to stop calling men bitches Joseph no I'm that's just, fine alright cause that's I'm gonna fine. keep calling men bitches yeah but I, also, I do call women assholes cause a friend of mine a long time ago said call me an asshole word. don't call me a bitch and I'm like you're right and Matt I'll just calls everyone cucks so. it's yeah. so much easier and they love god, it god Matt we have to have a discussion I, I, I they love <laughs> No, next time I come back on, I gotta tell you my theory about cucking. Oh, so cuck expert Joe K. Yeah, oh, great. I gotta, tell you my, I gotta tell you my theory about why that's it's become a thing. It's called an agreement. Uh, why again, are you judging it? It's two consenting I, I mean, adults. In, in, in essence, what it, what it is is it's an this agreement. Person, these people know how to hold a relationship together. Yeah. <laughs> really like, yeah. And once again, the old prospector has blown up the bridge and this train is going right <laughs> into the river. Like, well, I don't know much about that drag race, but I sure know that there's gold in this cuck material. Um, <laughs> and if you if you haven't seen it, like get out there and yeah. and fucking watch. Watch just. Uh, Here's what I, I don't say. even know where to say like to begin because like there are certain seasons that will 100 percent speak to many. Mm-hmm. Di- I've like for instance with you, Carlos. I would 100 mm-hmm. percent say go right in on season six. Mm-hmm. Start off with like the Bianca Del Rio season so good. Mm-hmm. even even though like that's the thing is like the winners are all out there I I got into Drag Race a little bit late and I'd known who won every season before watching any of them you do, and it's you do still the, work. the journey is an amazing time like, every time it was like every with, time it was like me with Bake Off Bake you know, Off is I, so fun I watched it so late but I caught up you know you can do it with Drag Race too if you're out there and um, a huge shout out to what I mean like if, if for those from because this is on Unpops now like y'all have heard me like talk about Drag Race on yeah. other shows like coming in with List Cast being like I've done List Cast defending Drag Race's greatest reality show did that win by the way it definitely got up there nice. I've, I remember won, I voted I know for it, it I remember voting it was for in the, it and I came on to and they did their giant best television episodes of all time I came in with the RuPaul 
Paul Roast episode yes. of Drag Race because not only is that the the episode with some of the funniest material I've ever seen, <laughs> it is also the episode of the uh, Roxy Andrews double wig reveal. Uh, oh yeah, which is which is during a lip sync for your life. One of the drag queens, Roxy Andrews, you know she's doing this. You know they're doing their song, they're doing the thing. She goes to take her wig off, which has been done. It is it is hack at this point in the middle of the song. Take off your wig and be like, oh, I'm Look, so. Look, I have more hair. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. In general, and then the ball yeah. is under. No, not even. Just like, look, I'm a boy. I'm a boy in a dress, oh, and like, no. I'm so vulnerable. Look, I'm, I'm in a moment of emotion. I rip my wig off, and it's like, bitch, that just means it wasn't pinned well to your fucking hair. <laughs> Like, that's all that means. Half the reason that anyone's tossing their wig is because they, oh no, it's falling yeah. off anyway. <laughs> I'm going to play it off. Let me play she it off. She comes up, she grabs it by the front. You're like, what is she doing? She takes off and there's another wig yeah. under that wig. And she just whips her fucking hair. Unbelievable. But it's third, maybe the most dramatic thing that's ever happened on the main stage when Roxy Andrews breaks down and talks about like how she's like, she tries to be strong, but she's not. She's like, my mother left me at a bus stop when I was five. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah. That's a big one. Whoa. Two big reveals in one episode. The stories, extra hair and childhood neglect. The stories oh. of some of these people are are so heartbreaking yeah. and so beautiful to see that like like that they've become strong. That it is it's especially like queer youth out there. Mm. You have. I mean, I'm sure that's also the thing is like I doubt there's any queer youth out there that aren't watching Drag Race at this point. I feel like that is the demographic now. Yeah. Is that like the children are being educated? Like they are seeing, yeah. and especially like queer children of color. Like the, there's so many amazing contestants on this show that are like uh, by and bilingual queens. Like uh, like uh, the fact that Puerto Rico almost always. Get some representation in every season is something that really. I, How could you not? That's I what I was going to say in the intro no, about Puerto, Puerto, Rico, Rico. Puerto Rican drag, drag queens, queens. Even let I know me about. Fucking them. tell you, mm-hmm. they do not fuck. They around. don't play. I they, saw a clip of a queen. I think it was in Puerto Rico doing a death drop, which is a move queens oh, do from, from the top of the a double decker ceiling. Bus. Oh, no, a double decker bus. Oh, the double decker bus onto line. concrete. Yes, uh, it's a drop where you fall on your back, but you put your leg out behind you and you land in kind of a quasi split. But you save it, and it takes all the hit off your back by putting your leg if you bend it backwards like that and they're very flexible and it's one of the most physically well, impressive the things first I've me- ever seen. Well the first meme of the year is Death Drop involved from the oh, season yeah, of, of Drag Race. This season the very first challenge of All Stars 3 was like a variety show and Aja who's a queen from uh, a young ass queen from, from Brooklyn, New York shout out to Aja love her legitimately love her mm-hmm. absolutely one of the most interesting people out there working does a lot of like anime inspired like Hawaii like very cute whatever anyway so she's doing this uh, whatever like lip sync performance she climbs up these stairs up onto this platform and the meme is uh, another drag queen milk they cut back to the rest of them looking watching them from the audience and she just goes is she gonna jump from there (laughs) and then she literally jumps off just like a three foot platform and just Onto the back, and like for a split sec, like for a split second, you're like, oh my, oh my god, god, she's, she's gonna get she's... so severely hurt. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. for Very a hot intense. second, you're like, oh my Watching god. Watching them do some... that on flat ground is impressive. Like well, I think intense. So it was Shangela, it like literally dislocated her hip and got like a compound fracture doing a death drop, which is why she was like out of commission for years and years and years. Like, uh, fucking a. Took a long time for her to get back. So on the horse, but you know, good for her. She did. She's very talented. So if you're if you're a parent out there who thinks your your son 
everyone needs to play football to to build up a physical. Yo, let me tell thing. you, <laughs> drag is fucking physically demanding. Yeah. It is a goddamn sport. Like drag race to me, when I watch, I'm like, this is me watching sports. I get heated when I watch it. You do. I watch it like I get heated with it the way a lot of straight men get heated with football. Mm-hmm. I root for the, and it it is physically and mentally demanding competition that you also don't feel like is purposefully attempting to break these people down. Unlike a show like a Top Chef or a Hell's Kitchen where it's like... The, the premise is the host is mean. <laughs> which also, huge fan of Hell's Kitchen. I would suck Gordon Ramsay's dick all day, all night, forever. I would do it for him forever. That's the episode just make me a well, Just make me a Wellington like every couple of days <laughs> and like, because I mean like I can't eat that much red meat. I'll have the shows like IBS, you know, whatever. Don't want to brag, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Save it for plugs, Joe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah butt plugs. Oh Joe, shit! My name is my name is Joe K. I'm 28 years old and I have severe IBS. Ah! <laughs> I'm kidding. It's not severe. It's mild at best. <laughs> oh, God. On this episode of Next. <laughs> nah, uh, man. Didn't even death drop from the bus. Children, so, get out. Watch get on it. Drag Race. Watch that yeah, shit. Yeah, watch Drag out. Race. Also, uh, Paris is burning. Paris is burning. And Netflix. also, one yeah. more thing. Hurricane Bianca. Wherever you are, no, no, no. This is the most important plug than any any of these other things. It, go to the local clubs in your community and support yes. local drag. Get out there, mm-hmm. support. And this is especially like to the viewers of RuPaul's Drag Race. You watch it. We feel like you get your your fill of drag by watching Drag Race. You're like, great. I don't even have to go out to see a good drag show. Get out, see drag. If you're in LA, go to Hamburger Mary's yeah. for fuck's sake. Get out there. And even more so, like, go to Mickey's. Go to Mickey's on a Monday. They have they put on an amazing drag show Monday nights at Mickey's in West Hollywood. It's a blast. Drag, man. much like comedy, is always better live. True. Yeah. Absolutely. Support your local drag True. queens. Uh, and, you know, Support queer uh, like queer visibility on television. Yeah, yeah. yeah. nailed it. All right. Well, let's go to a quick break. We'll be back with whatever's left after. This. Do we have to do an ad? Uh, we. I think. We, well, I think we had our ad break already. Oh, okay. All right. We're gonna do a quick break. We'll be back with more Carlos Delgado and Joe K. After this. Ah. Hey. Hey everybody, this is Kevin. Uh, just letting you know, this plug segment is inaccurate by one week. So we said it was going to come out March second. It's not. Uh, it's it's the day you're hearing this. So uh, uh, just you know, all the dates are the same. Just you know, do the math in your head and go to all of our shit. That'd be great. Uh, and I'm gonna throw in one more plug for Joe since this is coming out before. Uh, Go to his, uh, nope, that was yesterday. Never mind. Don't go to the Nat Bama album release party because that was yesterday. But everything else is the same. Uh, enjoy the plugs. I'll find it. Okay. Fair enough. Hey, well, while Joe's finding that and Carlos is coughing, we are here. Bleak and Review, we're back. Uh, it's, it's hosted by a guy named Maddie Matheson. Oh, this yeah. Guy. It's oh. Uh, live, uh, uh, barely or trying to live or something like something that. Something like that, yeah. Barely yeah, trying to live. live. He's really hot. <laughs> he's yeah. just not taking care of himself while he's cooking. I'm barely well, trying to he, live. Well, he used to do Sorry. a lot of coke and he had a heart attack. <clears throat> that is a thing that uh, chefs do. And then he, and, but he's also a big boy, so double bad for the heart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Saved, uh, survived the heart attack, got sober, and now he's, like, he's just a dope chef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's just like, hey, man, I'm just happy to be here. And we're all like, me too, dog. You the, know? Yeah. The 
amount of consistency across the board I've heard about of insane chefs with their coke habits. Oh, like yeah. Tom Star. Like, I listened to Anthony Bourdain's uh, uh, first book on tape. Or is this- well, then he used to do heroin? He definitely did heroin, too. But when he was saying, like, in the kitchen, everybody's just fucking Well, it's not just it. coke. There's pills and everything. Is, yeah. Is, uh, but I think the coke is, like, to be A lot be of amphetamine. Yes. Yeah. Shit that'll get you <clears throat> cracking, well, cracking things out. Well, you're standing on your feet all day. There's not You don't really get a break. You no. go and you smoke a cigarette between uh, cooking. Between orders, you yeah. Got, like, 20-hour days sometimes. Yeah. Like, it's, it's an insane thing that people, like, don't really... Unless... I mean, now that there's so much cooking, like, aware... <laughs> cooking awareness, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Culinary know. awareness. Culinary awareness. And that... Uh, uh, <laughs> culinary awareness. That means we're back at We're back, review. of course. Bleak and Review. <laughs> talking about cooking shows. We're just out here. We're just covering all the topics. Today. We're That's hitting great. all the bases. Viceland's original programming. Sports references. Sports references. You know, talking about bases. Touch, uh, touch, <laughs> hey, touch them all. What? Be careful. Wow. That's my favorite. That's my favorite thing. Uh, that what po- Pokemon? <laughs> no, it's uh, who, who's the guy, Matt? Who's the guy who said that? The announcer who would whenever someone got a home run, he'd go touch them all. Uh, <laughs> who was that? Uh, uh, many announcers. Oh, okay. It's, it's uh, do, Harry Carey. Do you know? Hey, <laughs> touch them all. Have you uh, ever seen Charles Mockler do his bit about like kiss cams at baseball games? I don't know. Maybe. And it's like our. It was either baseball games or basketball games, but it was like the announcer every time a couple would kiss, the announcer would just go. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, so great. Yeah, I heard he would do the uh, WNBA games and be like, uh, LaShondra goes up for a layup. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's legendary. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a real guy. That's a real yeah, dude. This is a real guy. I've, heard, yeah, yeah. I've heard about him independently of the bit, and I know the, <laughs> I know the, I know the bit, too. So you got all your bases covered. Yeah, dog. Carlos you, Delgado, second baseman for the Mets. What? Real person. Yeah, oh, really? No, Carl, well, he, Carlos Delgado was a uh, first baseman. Oh, sure. Shit. Wow. <laughs> Do not come to mad about white man sports. <laughs> he was a he's a Toronto wow. um, a, Toronto Blue Jays legend, formerly. Yeah, yeah. Then, then he, became Mets. Then it was a Mets. And I was retired. Wow. And he still won't give me CarlosSolgado.com. <laughs> what? Have you been trying to get that? Since Why I does started he need a website? seven years. Why does he need a website? And the Twitter handle too. For all his tour dates. <laughs> he's just going city to city hitting home runs. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin. him slow, puppy. him slow. My hips are too tight. Wait, my hips are tight. Are we ready for this one, I'm Kevin? ready for it. Hey, speaking of tour dates, let's do plugs. Oh! Okay, we're gonna sing. Uh, yeah, why don't we get into plugs? I wanted to get more into. I just, I just. Hey, see, hey, hey, you set off a fucking Kevin, bomb. You're standing on, you're standing on a on a beautiful Parisian rug that is your job, and I just ripped it out from under oh, you. Oh, but all the plates are intact. It's all that, great. See, cause I'm it's a amazing. motherfucking wizard, dude. Bitch. It's magnets. Oh man, uh, it's, well, I still don't know how those things work, man. I still don't get it. I, I've been chugging Fago since I like learned about magnets. Don't I still don't know. Don't don't say that word here. Fago? Do no, magnets. <laughs> do, we all, do we all notice how the more Kevin spoke, the energy just dipped lower That's kind of my thing. That's kind of my thing. Until it was just you talking. Joe, with... you've been on the show like five times. You know how I do this. I do. <laughs> Carlos, you're learning. Uh, Carlos, this episode is going to be dropping on Friday now. Oh, wow. New release date, everybody. Fridays. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, oh, I was going to say, like, what? That's fair. I'm trying to think of the date of the actual uh, thing. <laughs> Matt's looking at his phone. Carlos, say a thing you like about baseball. 
I like the butts. Um, I was talking to Carlos, butts but are, also I get it. Butts are fun. Butts are fun. I like baseball the, butts. I like that Joe likes the butts. Yeah, hell yeah. Who I had a math butts? teacher Joe in high school that uh, was just wore a, a New York Yankees uniform for Halloween one year. <laughs> I thought you said and, you, New York Gangies for yes. a second. Uh, Gangies squad was not attracted to him until that day, mm. and then I saw his ass in baseball pants, and I was like, Oh wow, Mister D'Onofrio, you could get it. Wait, like, did you get, did you learn from? From Vincent, Vincent D'Onofrio. That's correct. He learned from character actor Vincent D'Onofrio. Yes. Algebra a New, teacher. A New York native algebra teacher. Did ask him to do a nude scene, though. Don't know why. Yeah, it was he algebra. Taught us, he taught us the quadratic equation criminal intent. Like, that's oh! Oh, it'll it'll be March second. March second. <laughs> March second. Wait for real? Yeah, when this is coming out. Oh, oh shit! Oh man, hey. I need to get my goddamn flyer ready. Then uh, <laughs> that's fine. Um, uh, Carlos, March second. What's going on, baby? What are we doing? March second. Well, March first, I'm back in New York City. Yeah. So watch out for me. Yeah. Uh, and uh, check out my podcast, uh, Pod Damn America. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. It was myself, Jake Flores, Anders Lee, Ragaf Mita. Oh wait, we shouted out to Anders Lee earlier. Uh, that's right. Okay. He's, he's a BB boy. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, you know, and the podcast, and then am I plugging myself right now? Yeah, yeah, plug whatever you want, uh, You can follow me on social media, at Ceviche Poppy. That yeah. Is, uh, you know the face, you know the name, at Ceviche Poppy. <laughs> but uh, not CarlosDelgado.com. No. That motherfucker. Unfortunately, that you, motherfucker. you gotta go to ComedyDelgado.com. Comedy Delgado. Yeah, that's, that's my first good. name. <laughs> uh, comedy. I'm married to the game, baby. You know what? I'm a little quick sidebar. You know, a friend of our show, Anna Valenzuela. We Anna all know Valenzuela. Her. Her, her thing, uh, her email, whenever she emails Killer Mike, her first name on there is Comedy. So it says Comedy, comedy Valenzuela. Valenzuela. And then, like, mm-hmm. but I know it's her because it says Anna Valenzuela at Giba, whatever, but it'll come up as Comedy. I'm like, oh, Comedy emailed for a spot this week. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's you know first time for everything. There's a, right. Hey, we get we get a, like I would say out of the sixty comics we put up there, man, we get like five comedies. Yeah, yeah good five. You know that's a good ratio in this mm-hmm. town. Comedy mm-hmm. to non to drama. Uh-huh. Everything else is just drama. Mm-hmm. It's just everyone's just reading Facebook threads on stage. <laughs> that's pretty much what it's devolved well, what to now. Have, what else do I and have? then she said this, and then nobody liked it. It was like, uh, anyways, you can find me online at Ceviche Poppy. That's at Ceviche Poppy. Uh, ComedyDelgado.com. Hell yeah! And New York, watch out. I'm coming. Yeah, back if home. you're uh, if you're out there, in New York, definitely uh, check out Carlos. Mm. He's fucking hilarious. And check out my album. It's on uh, mm. Spotify, oh, iTunes. Yeah. It's uh, really good. Audible. It's called Featuring for Myself. That's right. It's uh, on all the things. So it's my first album. And 10 years from now, you're going to be like, oh, I heard that shit. It was real bad. But (laughs) it's like the origin story. You you want to be listeners? I've (laughs) listened to it. I'm a huge fan of it. You're too kind, Joseph. It's like Patents 222. Oh, so it's too long? It's too long. (laughs) It's all of my material. It's everything. All of it. Burn all that material. God knows if you're ever going to get to do another one. I'm not. I get it. It's not a dig. It sounds catty. I'm just saying. But that's just you. You never know if you're going to get to be able to do two, especially when, like, if you, if you get to record one comedy album out there, oh my God. Like, yeah, unless you're Dave wow. Chappelle and you could just do four a year and just not really rehearse. That's, yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, shots fired at Dave Chappelle. Uh, get him. I'm going to, finally, someone, some, someone took him down. Yeah. Uh, Make sure to check out Tambourine on Netflix uh, Chris Rock special. I, I actually uh, did watch that. I liked it a did lot. Did you guys watch Okay. I watched it today. I liked it for the most part. Am I the only one who thought his pro-bullying chunk was so, like, dad's fucking, like, 85-year-old dad. Yeah, well, obviously... Uh, yeah, it was, Carlos, like, it, was, it was done. He's like, you gotta beat your kids. Like, it was crazy. You, know, you did was, a Cosby voice for that one. <laughs> you know, you gotta, when you're Chris Rock, you got 
gotta beat your kids. You gotta beat your kids. I'm never doing that again. You gotta do it. I'm so sorry. You can't not beat your kids. You can't do it. Stop, Kevin. That's pretty good. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that the impression is bad. I'm saying we just, as white people, have to stop. That's fair. We Carlos, do it. Carlos, do it. What you saying? You gotta beat the Bibles. So the good Bible goes. Oh my God. Oh my God. It was. Oh my God, Doctor Cosby. When did you get in here? Get out of here. Whoa! Okay, with rules of black. Okay, I got you. You put in pop piece of shit. Oh my God, cover. I'm covering my drink. I'm covering my drink right now. Watch out. You thirsty? <laughs> I was until you showed up. All right. Uh, all right, we'll get him out of here. Just the same for the brown ass. That's pretty good. He just told me not to do it. And then I. You know what's really funny is out there on my animation demo reel, there's 100% a Cosby impression on there, and I'm 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 almost no. You know what? I'm not gonna say 100%. I'm 99% sure I have. I use a Cosby impression as part of my animation demo reel. <laughs> That's fine. For voiceover. I lo- is, is it because you couldn't find a more basic one? <laughs> Oh, I also did Joan Rivers. How about that, Oh, that's that, fun. That's, that's good. Fun. That's good. I, I, loved that's you, good. I loved you in House of Cosby's. You were great. <laughs> <laughs> Stellar performance. Stellar, star, st- stellar stars yard performance. Uh, can, can we hear a little of the Joan Rivers? I would like oh, to hear it. Boy. I mean, it's I don't not, want to put you on the spot. I don't want to make say, you a character or I would, anything. I will say did. it like this: it's not so much an impression, it's more of it's it's a voice inspired by Joan. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. It's in that, it's like, oh, oh my God, who are you having? Oh, we coming down the carpet and my asshole's falling out down on the street. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's really good. Yeah, that's him all the way down to my feet. Uh. <laughs> like, that last bit was Joan Rivers as a sheep. That is a <laughs> great. That, but what if there nope. was an animated show mm-hmm. where there was a Joan Rivers sheep? Mm-hmm. I mean, Joseph. Why are you be- saving me? It's December. <laughs> I'm freezing. <laughs> Get away from me with those Somebody call Comedy Central. My tits are so cold, they've moved up from off the ground. They're back in my body. Uh, <laughs> Yo, if you if you got a if you got an animation studio out there and you want to do this show with Joe K as Joan Rivers as a sheep. As a sheep. Mm-hmm. Let's fucking kickstart it. it. Let's do if it. If we're looking to do the Sean the Sheep movie part two, um, Joan Rivers I'm, is a character in yeah, Sean the Sheep. Yeah. I like that. Or sheep or if you're rebooting Sheep in the Big City. Oh, great fucking oh, cartoon. Wow. Underrated oh, cartoon. Wow. Mm-hmm. Good reference, right? Yeah. That's, yeah. Reference. that's a deep cut. Yeah. Deep cut, baby. That's a deep, a deep cut cheer. right out deep of my pussy. Like, that's... <laughs> uh, Joe, what's going on with you? Uh, oh, what's March funny? 2nd. March 2nd. March 2nd. Okay, so, um, I mean, March 3rd? Yeah. March 3rd. So, March 3rd, I'm going to be at a... I'm going to be on a wonderful show uh, hosted by none other than... Um, oh, God, what... What's that asshole's name? <sighs> Kevin Anderson. Whoa! I say. Whoa. Uh, yeah, March third at the Skip Town Playhouse. Skip Town Playhouse, <laughs> uh, new theater. Then, yeah. So there's that, and then um, March sixth, you can catch me at the Highland Park Bowl, hosted by Megan Gailey. Oh, out, oh, uh, oh shout out the, to Megan Gailey. Uh, Highland Park Bowling Alley. Please come out, and hang out with that. I also mm-hmm. run a weekly show at the Good Night uh, in North Hollywood called Canteen Points. You've heard about this. If you've heard me before, you've heard me talk about it. Come yeah. hang out every Thursday. Doors open at seven at ten seventy two One Burbank Boulevard, North Hollywood, California. 41601. Whoa, you got that shit down. Plug, 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 plug. Well, 
I mean, we've had 105 shows, Kevin. I mean, it, we've, it's... It, mm, 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 I get mm. it. I get it. Um, and let's see. Uh, also, I know this is far out, but I don't know when I'm going to come back. And this is a plug I'm very excited for. I'm going to be on Sauce at DeSano Pizza oh, on May 4th. So that's this one deep out there. But hell, you know, mark it on your calendar because that's going to be really, really fun. And uh, other than that, social media is uh, at Joe Charles K. Uh, on Instagram and uh, and Twitter and whatnot, um, and yeah, I think Hell that's yeah. it for me. Uh, I, oh, I will say, oh, go well, ahead. And one more thing, I, I we're not sure when it's going to get out there, but w- I've got a reality TV podcast about food TV in right. the hole with the Unpops Network. Yeah, Hopefully, yeah, yeah. we're going to get that. We're, we're going to get more episodes recorded soon. We're going to get it out there. I and, mean, if you liked Joe talking about just TV in general on this episode, you're yeah. going to love that show. It's going to be me, Paige Wesley, and it was supposed to be Carlos oh, Delgado but, but he's he had going, to be bicoastal so he's stepping down and Daniel Perez is coming yeah. in it's going to be great you guys got to check it out man. Yeah, it's I mean, a good really, really fun. I mean Car- and when Carlos comes in town I'm sure he'll pop by oh 100% yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to miss you I still love food and TV <laughs> we're going to miss you so much I just much. love food and TV, TV dog. dog yeah wait wait this is our new characters we've been working oh, on right? about wow, so, baby you know Yo, what, yo, yo, let yo. me get that. Yo, where do you want to go? That taco truck? I'm going to tell you right now, Playboy. Yeah, tell me. I got my grill in. Uh, I'm ready to chew on anything. Yo, you could bite through steel cables, son. You know what I'm saying? You know what they call me? What they call you? They call me Killer Joe. <laughs> and they call me his friend. Glass Joe. <laughs> they call me Glass Joe's Yeah, buddy. you soft like cupcakes, yeah, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was about, I'm so glad you beat me to it. I was going to say my name's Keith, but you already said softest cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're having fun. <laughs> Dude, it's just fun with friends. Oh, Joe. Joe. Wolfgang, go pat him on the back there. Go, uh, go make I'm him feel fine. better. Uh, Wolfgang's just being silent this episode. That's okay. <laughs> Matt, what's going, on? what's going on with you, buddy? Uh, March 5th, I'll be at the clubhouse at uh, a Fresh Fish show. Oh, that's uh, uh, Rhino, Rhino Tool. Rhino Hill Tool, boys. Our old pal. And, Is uh, Chad Larson going to be there? <laughs> I don't <know>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. I don't know. Uh, March 14th, I'll be at uh, Gigi's Ventura. Mm. Check that out. 7 p.m. Capital City, INC, Twitter, Instagram. And blah 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 yeah, blah 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 blah. What uh, about you, Kev? What are you oh, gonna be man. at? Well, Joe touched on it a little bit, but uh, this is the first time I get to make the announcements. I'm very excited mm-hmm. for uh, yeah, uh, my new too. monthly show at the Skip Town Playhouse. Uh, it's called Townies. Oh. Uh, our first show is March third, uh, tomorrow. When you're listening to this, if you're listening to it on the first day that it comes out, mm-hmm. uh, the lineup is fucking stacked. Uh, we've got Joe K. Hi. We've got Danielle Radford. Ooh. We've got Leah K. Janian. Oh, we've she's got we, oh she's so good yeah. uh, we got Rivers Langley <laughs> <laughs> is that a, is that an indictment of his comedy no I love Rivers <laughs> that was a good burp that and good. closing out the show we've got uh, one of my favorite comics Ed Greer is oh. Oh. so fun, fun, fun. Uh, I made sure to blow make this a blowout for the first one <laughs> it's an independent theater down on uh, Melrose and Heliotrope the address is 665 North Helio- Heliotrope Drive do they have booze uh, yes, okay. there will be. Uh, it's gonna be five dollars cash at Venmo at the door. Booze is donations only. So you come in, you want to drink a beer, have some wine. We've got 
got you covered. You they're can also give, they're giving out free weed too, so come down. Some people in the parking lot probably will be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kevin's giving it out. Come yeah, yeah. down. Get also, that weed. also, you, do you want get, people to come or not, Kevin? Get that I'm weed. helping you get you, that money. You're son. being my pusher man, right? <laughs> you know now. how we do. You're pushing this on me. TikTok it, don't stop. <laughs> also, Matt will be there doling out micro doses in the parking that lot. Not, that is not true. <laughs> mushroom are, caps, mushroom those caps, are for mushroom. Those are for me. Oh man, I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. But yes, uh, if you're in Los Angeles, uh, especially the Koreatown, East Hollywood area, that's where mm-hmm. the, the theater is located, please come out and support the first show. Mm-hmm. Uh, this first one, like I said, we're not pulling. We're not pulling any stops. We got a fire lineup. We got booze. We got, uh, and we're gonna have a monthly installment. It's gonna be either the first or second Saturday of the month every month going forward. And uh, support live comedy. Support live, support comedy. live comedy. We maybe mm-hmm. we'll get a drag queen to staple something to her face on. You know who knows? <laughs> who knows? Maybe we'll we'll get alt with it. I don't give a fuck. Uh, yeah, come to that uh, townies at Skiptown Playhouse. Great yeah. little indie theater. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I got a show in May also that I'll just promote. Uh, May eleventh, I believe. I've got. A, I didn't give you shit for it. By no, the way. well you 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 do this. Every week, I do. Yeah, I do. I'm really bad. Uh, I'm doing. I'm doing mint on card comedy with oh, our nice. friend Jeff May on May 11th. Oh, That's I'm doing it in June. Can I plug that? <laughs> Wait, is it, only if it's June 2019. <laughs> He's plugging yes. a year and a half yes. in advance. Yeah, and go in June. Also, it's a great show. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Bl- what was that? Blast from the Past? Blast or? from the Past on uh, on Magnolia in Burbank. It's a fucking awesome comic It's a really cool store. place. Uh, so, you know. I'm going to uh, do that show in August. Come out <laughs> in August for my shit, dog. Matt's you already know, done it. Matt, you know, do you have a Christmas plug for us? No, <laughs> Go see my family. Uh, <laughs> they don't want and sweet. on that light, that was very this, sweet. Is this, has been a, this has been a very and... special episode of Bleak and Review. Yeah. I do uh, drugs! <laughs> <laughs> I'm rich, bitch. Uh, thank you, Carlos Delgado. Thank you for thank having you, me. Thank, thank, thank you, Joe K. Thank you for Thank you, Matt. Thank you. I love you all. Thank we'll you. see you next week thank with you. another episode. Same time, same thank place. You. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.